I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Thursday, February 8, 2024. The outperformance of Wall Street with the S&P 500 on the brink of the historic 5,000 level spilled over into Asia, although China equities fluctuated on the final trading day before the Lunar New Year holidays. Here at home, the PSE index, after breaching the 6,900 mark earlier in the session, closed up by a third of 1% to settle at 68.50, notching its third weekly gain. Net foreign buying hitting nearly a billion pesos. I think for now we should see increasing profit-taking activities as we approach critical resistance levels like the 7,000 level. Um, I think you know what the good thing that we're seeing in the market right now is buying appetite has been really resilient. Mm -hmm. um, it's been resilient despite Fed rate cut expectations being pushed back. Um, it's been resilient despite the breach of multiple resistance levels this week. We're seeing right now is that we're seeing improving trading participation, especially on rallies. Um, we've seen a, a pickup in uh, value turnover on the breakout of 6,000 from the 6,700 resistance level. Um, apart from that, we've also seen strong net foreign inflows for this week. And the market's getting ahead of it of itself. Um, obviously, uh, we've seen a, a nice uh, bounce uh, from the start of the year, which is nice. But I think um, I agree, this is uh, a bit of a, you know, too fast, too soon. Uh, we're still not yet uh, out of the woods. Uh, we're still seeing some he headwinds. The market doesn't go, in, go up in a straight line. Obviously, there will be some corrections. I see some corrections towards the end of um, the month and maybe in March. Uh, as you see, the heights of March are used the usual take profit syndrome. We're trading at close to 12 times speed this year. That's based on a, around a high single-digit earnings growth, around 8-10%. Uh, that's one of the lowest we've seen in, in, in the last 10 years. And therefore, um, in terms of the valuation, eventually we'll see hopefully some, uh, some investors putting in, in the, uh, more money in the market. As we see the earnings yield gap going in favor towards equities, uh, when you see the earnings yield gap at around 200 basis points higher, or gap, positive gap, that means uh, the the, er the market earnings yield is around 8.5%, while the bond yield is about 62 So that's a 200 basis points yield gap in favor of equities. So theoretically, that should actually incentivize investors to put more money in the market. So uh, I'm looking at a 13 times uh, end of the year PE, which would bring the market closer to 7,400. Uh, from the current 6,830. In corporate stories, Injap CS Hotel 101 has officially reserved the ticker symbol HBNB at the Nasdaq Stock Exchange in preparation for its SPAC listing, aimed at increasing the equity capital base and making it more relevant overseas. Double Dragon says it expects to sign with its chosen SPAC sponsor by March, followed by the official filing of its prospectus, subject to U.S. regulatory approvals. It will be the first Filipino company to list via SPAC in the U.S. Nasdaq Stock Exchange, and hopefully it could become one of the major sources of dollar inflows to the Philippines from 2025 onwards. The Hotel 101 concept is similar to the short-term rental platforms that its inventory is owned by third-party unit owners, while offering a uniform and consistent BNB or a branded uniform bite-sized hotel investment. In other news, Repower Energy Development Corporation, or Red Sea, has been notified by Japan-listed firm Tokai Corporation of its intention to raise its stake in the company from the current 9.99%, which was bought back in July 2023, to 20% via a block sale. Tokai's principal business is energy, including the manufacture and sale of LPG, LNG, high-pressure gas, and gas equipment.
And finally, independent tower companies, Phil Tower and Miascore Infrastructure, planning to form and invest in a joint venture company to meet the growing demand for 4G and 5G mobile network infrastructure across the country. The two have been buying towers and leasing them back to telco giants like PLDT and Globe. Currently, Phil Tower operates over 1,250 towers, while Miascore operates over 1,250 towers primarily in Luzon. Miascore is a joint venture between Miascore, a subsidiary of Medalco, and investment firm Stone Peak. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.